Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Is this thing on? There, it worked that time, Katie. <laughs> you can never get enough volume. I can never get enough volume. <laughs> Dude, I completely Dude. screwed the pooch on that beginner. Good Lord. Uh, it's not good, man. Dude, it's been, I don't know about you, but it's been a while since I've been on. It's been weird. Yeah, I'm out of practice. That's my problem. Man, what is it? Did you put out one last week or no? No. No, we haven't done one since uh, uh, whenever that was. We we talked about those dudes that weren't exactly big fans. (laughs) Yeah, they weren't big fans at all. Um, I think it's been at least I think it's been at least two weeks for me um, that I've not been on. So I'll tell you what. And we try to do one every every week. Of course, and I think you've been on most of them. Yeah, I've been. I've tried to be on most of them. I, I think, love them. Yeah, yeah, they're a lot of fun. But but there are times that life gets busy, and you know how that goes. And well, yeah, hundred percent. And honestly, I think you know we're not making big money off of this. Well, we're not making any money. <laughs> 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 so uh, so I would say that you know. So I think that uh, really you know if we miss one here or there you know and it's not every week. I don't think it's a, a huge deal. Right. Um, now, if we were as big as like Unashamed, I mean, then yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I'd be quitting my job for that. You know? <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. You but, know what? Uh, Speaking of making yeah. money, we got, and I don't know if I told you this or not, but I wanted to say the name out loud to thank them for doing it. We got our first monthly subscriber. First monthly supporter. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Who? who uh, I guess you, can you say it? In the yeah. Yeah. I'll say it. Yeah, old John Rigsby. He's he's been a fan uh, for a while. I just got a notification one day. And I was like, you got it. You got your first monthly supporter. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Our first monthly subscriber. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We're we're on the fast track to success. Yes, we are. <laughs> that this show is just flat out expanding beyond. And, you know, 
at speeds and that we can't months, handle. <laughs> and 12 months, me and you will be able to go to McDonald's and get a McChicken. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, this is a, a like a different thing to learn because everybody always has these dreams of, you know, starting a YouTube channel and we all hear about the YouTube millionaires and me and you used to put up a lot of YouTube um, videos. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. And uh, this has been by far, I think, the thing that we've done in our endless quest for fame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this is by yes. far the, the thing that we've done that's gotten the most traction. Like, it, yeah, it, it has gotten the most attraction. Um, you know, talking about, you know, YouTubers and stuff, you know, we put a lot of videos up and those are a lot of fun. Those are a blast. They are fun. Um, you know, it's crazy. You put up some of the videos that we have done, like some of the stuff that we've done on video, you know, and it doesn't go anywhere. And then a couple of guys called the Island boys step out on TikTok, making complete fools of themselves and dude, instant success. Yeah. It's like, is what that, is in that, the world? Is that what that's from is TikTok? Like I didn't, I've heard about the Adam boys and seen, you know, that stupid hairdo and stuff, but I didn't realize that was a TikTok yeah. thing. Yeah. I think it was a TikTok that came out a couple months ago and they come out singing we're the Island boys. You know, whatever. <laughs> and, you know, we like a lot of, you know, <laughs> their head, their hair looks like they got, yeah that was that was something that john rigsby kept yelling when i was because i was with him a good bit while you know while jeff was in the hospital and by the way just as an aside he's wanted to let everybody know because i don't think we've had an update on him since but he got out he's discharged from the hospital he's doing very very good that's amazing but yeah, John, excuse me, John Rigsby just, he, he was like hollering that over and over and over again. And then of course I started doing it and, and I think we were making his girlfriend, well, I think he was making his girlfriend a little bit upset at him because <laughs> John was just, John was just driving out that Island boy saying into the ground. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's so annoying. I mean, like they, they're, uh, and really, like they they've actually just been going around and picking a bunch of fights, like over stupid stuff. And uh, really, which I honestly, uh, yeah, but my honest opinion, I think, is just um, they have no talent, so they need something that's uh, that keeps their uh, their name out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they they go to a big fight, like they went to a Jake Paul fight. I think got into a big fight over there. Of course, like half of the crowd was booing them and stuff. Because I mean, they suck. Yeah. You know? But uh, anyway, Ginger Billy, have you ever watched Ginger Billy stuff? The comedian? Occasionally I have, yes. He uh, he come out and he had beer cans on top of his head. <laughs> and he was singing, I think he was singing, I'm a redneck boy. <laughs> I got me a lot of chickens. He had like a chicken in his hand. It was hilarious, dude. It was funny. Some of his stuff, man, is just, some of his stuff is awesome. But anyway. Did you ever see Catfish Cooley? Oh my, yes. Dude, yes. that guy. Catfish. He is hilarious. Dude. He is. awesome. I don't see him much anymore. I don't I don't know if, if he's uh like waned in popularity or if Facebook just quit recommending him to me through their freaking algorithm or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Um I haven't been seeing as much of his videos, but um I have been seeing uh one he's got some tour dates, I think, that's coming up. Ah, so okay. Tour. Yeah. Oh, hey, I got a question while we're on this topic. Have you ever heard of uh Donnie Baker? Oh yeah. 
This is Donnie Baker. Baker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so's your wife, Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, says my boat's an eyesore. So is your wife, Mitchell. But nobody says anything about that. <laughs> yeah, man, he cracked me up. Dude, he he's hilarious. Well, get this, man. Uh, do you know, uh, you might want to edit this out, but do you know, uh, yeah, am I here? He told me the other day, he said that, uh, I didn't know this, but he was telling me, he said, yeah, he said, Donnie Baker was at my work Christmas party. And I said, what? And he said, yeah, he said, my work Christmas party out here in Muncie. He said they hired him to come in and do a comedy routine. Dude, that and, is uh, cool. I, yeah, and he actually had a picture of him and everything else. It was Donnie Baker. That is, that's awesome as heck, man. Yeah, that guy cracks me up. He's, yeah, it really was. Well, he reminds me of people. I feel like I, sh- I feel like I should know him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's the truth. His, uh, says that he actually turned on some, a video of him and, uh, and just his routine or whatever. It was actually funnier a lot of times than even his, um, like just his like little videos. Was it really? Yeah, it, it was really funny. Now I didn't know this, but he's actually from around here. I didn't know that Oregon at all. Was. I didn't either. I didn't either. Didn't yeah. he get popular like calling into like the Bob and Tom radio show or something like that? You know that I don't know. That I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to double check my facts on that one. It it's it's possibility, but he <laughs> dude, and they said the way he dresses like in his videos, that's exactly how he was dressed there. Like he just yeah. But they said he came in and they said they he had all the free alcohol he wanted and they said he was getting trashed by the end of that show. <laughs> 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 oh, man. You know, yeah, so I thought that was good stuff. Talking about internet stars and people you know, trying to get famous and stuff, which we, we, mm-hmm. you know, all these people doing podcasts and such. <laughs> yeah, who does that? Who does this <laughs> crap? Um, yeah. I, I just watched a Netflix documentary the other day called The Social Dilemma. Did you ever watch it? Mm, no, I haven't. I'd like to, though. The Social Dilemma. Yes, dude. I'll have to look that up. I I had heard about it. I think there was a guy that Rogan had on. He had one of the main guys from the documentary on because I knew I'd heard about it. I recognized one or two of the names. Uh-huh. And it's all about the things that these social media apps, they design these apps to keep you on there and keep you scrolling. And the wow. people that are in the documentary... They are like former vice presidents, former like uh, people that had worked for like Instagram as far as mm-hmm. setting it up. The one guy, he was, he might have, I think he was either president or vice president over at Pinterest. And so okay. all the, it, these weren't just like some, you know, some dudes, <laughs> some dudes on a podcast there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these were the who's who. Yeah. These people came from those companies and they, basically like had this crisis of conscience to where they pretty much said, we can't, we can't do this anymore. This is getting insane. And they just, they break it all down. The one guy, he said, he said, I would come home and he said, I would find myself away from my wife and kids scrolling through Pinterest. And he was the vice president of Pinterest. Wow. And he said, here I am. He's like, the irony just really struck me. He's like, here I am designing this app to keep people hooked on it. And to keep them scrolling so that they will see ads, which then they get paid money for, Pinterest does. Yeah. And so he consciously knew what he was building, and it still was trapping him. Wow. Like, it it flat out. I'm not going, like, I didn't delete my Facebook or nothing like that. I did take the app off my phone, though, because I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. And and they talk, like, YouTube does it. Like, this, they they need you to stay on there because that's how 
they need you to see ads. They're nothing but a uh, advertising agency. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, dude, I just found this out the other day that uh, um, my company they use Facebook for their ads. And I guess from what I understand, like it is a ton of money that really? we make just off of, just off of Facebook ads alone. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's. And I was like, I was like, wow, I was, that was quite amazing. It's cool. very uh, effective. Yeah. Yeah, very. But it it just kind of it really bothered me when I heard it laid out like that by these people that were very prominent in those companies, and some of them now yeah. have even like started foundations to like get this stuff regulated because there's not really there's very little, if any, government regulation on it. I mean, mm -hmm. they just and and like the one lady said. She was some kind, she wasn't like from one of the companies, but she, I don't know, a psychologist or something. She said, you're being manipulated and you don't even know it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're basically just, they've gotten very good at observing the human psyche. And so they use psychology. They know what makes us do certain things because humans, we do have patterns. There's things that, oh, yeah. you know, you could predict. Yeah. Well, just, I mean, just break it down simple. You go up, you slap a dude in the face, he's going to get mad. We know that's a reaction. Yeah. Okay, and rightfully yeah. so. And so they go even deeper. So they find out what makes you click on this and what makes you do that. And they said the information that they have about you, said every click mm -hmm. that you make, he said when you're scrolling, what ads you see, how long you look at that ad before you scroll into the next one, they mine all mm -hmm. that information, all of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they use that to turn around and sell. Now, uh, now I'm just kind of thinking out loud here. And get your, do you also think that uh, would the right word be indoctrinating? Do you think that they that is also another another thing that they could be doing as well? I mean, putting different things in front of you that maybe uh, get you thinking maybe a different direction than maybe you normally would. Or oh, they definitely you know, do you, that. Yeah. yeah, and that was. So, the, I mean, that's, I don't know the the actual technical term for that, but yeah, they. I get what manipulation or whatever, but they have figured that out. Yeah. They've like political campaigns, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They, if you come to them with enough money, man, they'll do the way, the way that this documentary presented it, they'll do whatever you've got the money for. And, wow. uh, cause it's all about money. Ultimately, uh, yes. the, yes. the capitalist system, which I think is the best system we set up in, but yes. when yes. it runs unchecked, it's all about money. How much of it can I make? And and yeah. if it's unchecked, uh, you know, dang the consequences, we're making this money. Yeah, no, that's true. But yeah, it was just uh, wow. th that really, it, it kind of freaked me out a little yeah, bit. I was I'm, like, man, I'm being manipulated uh -huh. like crazy. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch this. And I'm going to have to watch this. I like that. I, I do appreciate the job that I have now. It, uh, it's a little bit more faster pace. Uh, there's more to do. It, it keeps me pretty busy. I can't really be on my phone a whole lot. I mean, there's sometimes I have some downtime or whatever, mm -hmm. or something I'm just doing strictly by myself that I'll just put in my earbuds and call you or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, but to actually be able, cause man, when I worked at the old <clears throat> company, man, dude, there was, there was time I had so much downtime. I mean, man, it was, it was not even right sometimes how much downtime I had. So, you know, what, what'd you do? You know, you just yeah. go through Facebook, man, you what? know, just countless of hours just, you know, down the drain. And some of the ways that these guys worded this stuff really stuck with me because this one person, they said, what they're doing 
is trying to see how much of your life you will give to them. Mm -hmm. And I got to thinking about that and I thought that is entirely correct. All the countless hours, Mm Kanan, that I have sat in the car before coming in the house or just Mm -hmm. sat on the couch after getting home and just scrolled, mindlessly scrolled. Yep. And it, oh yeah. It's like, man, one of the other guys, he, he also said that the general rule of thumb is if you're getting something for free, like when it comes to these apps and stuff, if something mm-hmm. doesn't cost you anything, then you are what's being sold. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. Wow. He said, your attention, your attention is what's being sold. They are selling you. And so they need to figure out how to trick you into staying on there longer. Freaking blew my mind. And that is, I'll tell you what's really scary is my phone at the end of the week, it's usually, it's usually on Sunday. Um, you know, earlier in the morning and it will say your average screen time was, and I'll, I'll tell you, dude, I don't think it's been under two hours a day. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm probably the yeah, same way. You know, you know, and it's just, now I, I do listen, you know, sometimes I'll put in earbuds and I'll listen to like unashamed podcasts and stuff right. while I'm working, you know, or something like that. So I think that counts it stuff, but, uh, but you know, but that, I don't listen to that a ton, you know, I don't really have, you know, so it's like, man, where's the other time going, you know? Yeah. And I don't think that's bad necessarily to listen to, but like yeah, I, I listen yeah, to I podcasts all the time. Obviously the people who listen to this <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Keep, keep but I, like button. it, even though I do that, that's the majority of what I do on my phone is listen to podcasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm still connected to that phone for multiple hours per day. Oh yeah. Even oh, though yeah. that's what yeah, I'm doing true. and I'm, a lot of times through that, I'm learning stuff. Dude, the stuff I've learned on YouTube lately when it comes to music production and, and all that and, yeah. you know, and getting into the details of music production, how to tune vocals and how to use MIDI and things like that. Yeah. But even through that, they got me. Yeah, I'm learning stuff, but they have successfully, even though that's a good thing I'm learning, they've got my attention yeah. and they've made money. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But it's true. Anyways, be that as it may seems like we have a thing for social media companies lately or just internet companies in general. We t- we're always hating <laughs> on screw them all. Yeah, we're always <laughs> hating on Google. And all these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Google sucks. There, oh man. I told you I had a news story for you and I, I want to bring this up because this is, this, yeah. I guess it is related. So, um, and we talked a little bit about this before we started rolling. You are familiar with the metaverse, correct? Yes. I wasn't sure of the name. And then you uh, mentioned, was it Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, the Facebook guy. Yeah, the Facebook guy. And then I started just putting it together. And uh, so, yeah, I have heard a little bit about this. I don't know much at all, but I have at least heard of it. I'm pretty uninformed on as well. Uh, I think it's, I know that Facebook is the company that owns Oculus, which is that game system with the VR goggles and stuff. And I've played that uh, several times. It's entertaining as heck. You you actually have that, don't you? Uh, no one. Uh, actually, a th- mom's got one of them, and I've I've used it several times. So I was down there at her place. It's dude. It's pretty freaking amazing. When I come down, please get that system. Bring it up. I want to try it out. Oh yeah, dude, it'll <laughs> I, blow your mind. Like I, I'll be in there. I have never playing these. Yeah, playing these war games, and like my heart's pumping because oh my yeah. You know, you go to look around, you look down, you've got to like actually squeeze the trigger on the gun with your trigger finger. You got to load it like it. Like it is one of the most realistic things I've ever done. And it's a lot of fun. Dude, I want this. 
Oh, dude, it's it's amazing. However, <laughs> yeah. uh, I realize we're being sucked in. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't understand all the ins and outs of the metaverse and exactly what it's going to be. From my understanding, it's basically like uh, the internet that they're going to basically you'll be. Um, and how many times am I going to say basically? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize until you said that. Then my mind just immediately goes to all the bases here. Basically, I know. You, uh, when I'm editing this, when I'm when I'm editing this show, I get to hear myself what a thousand times, and then I'll listen to the show after <laughs> it's edited. Then I might listen to it again, make sure. And there's times like Phil, would you basically shut up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny. That's funny. But it's. Oh, I guess it's this thing where people are going to be interacting with each other in a virtual reality, like using the, the Oculus uh, VR goggles. Yeah. Which I think that's what it's using now. So, now, not to interrupt, sorry. Now, no, correct me if I'm wrong. So um, a buddy of mine was telling me this. He was saying something about it. He heard that like you could even almost work in this reality world or whatever like if you had a job that you could kind of do from at home i guess you could do it through this i guess there's like different companies that they would be like i, I don't know how it all set up because i'm very ignorant to this but say you have a job that like can be done remotely this company would basically i don't know put it into this i really don't know how it all works and then you could work in this and whatever is that something that's true is that just a farce i mean what is that i've heard people talk about that i don't know that it's there yet but i have heard about the possibility of that like from what i understand that's something that they want yeah like they're pretty much wanting to make another how do do i want to explain this they want to change the way that the internet is um used so instead of us just sitting on a computer you know just clicking your mouse and so on and so forth you would be immersed in the internet like it's it's happening to you it, it feels real to you because you've yeah the, it's a so fake reality basically they don't like their life in reality so let's make it to a virtual reality i guess as it were to where mm-hmm. you can basically you can uh, choose your look your uh, body shape Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet you won't see any fat people in this. Yeah. You won't see many plus size people, you know? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Abs. Yes, please. Let's click on that. I want abs. I'm mad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you're, you're pretty, you're pretty well spot on. I mean, you think about it. If you have a boring life and you can just put these goggles on and hit the button and turn them on, and, yeah. and now you're in another life where yeah. you're doing cool stuff, and uh, you're flying airplanes, yeah. and you're shooting at people, and you're, you're a hero in war. Uh, you know, yeah. Why yeah, you not have, hit that button? Three, you have, yeah, you have three Medal of Honors. And, yes. You know, and you never had to leave the couch. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. I, I mean, I, dude, when, when, when I hear, we're making fun of we're laughing, but this is something that is very possible in the next, you know, five to ten years. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't want to sprout of it, you know, so I'm going to stay away from it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this, it just sounds gay to me. Like, goodness gracious, if you don't like your life, do something about it, you know? Well, like, that's the thing, but that takes that takes work. That takes effort. I mean, you know that. Yes, I know that. I'm, I'm still, yeah. you know, changing things in my life and trying to make things better, and it ta- it's freaking hard. 
And people don't work. like that. We we normally take the path of least resistance. Yeah, we want the easiest route. Yeah. Yeah. And so if I can, you know, I forget the name of that. That uh, oh, it's called Onward. That game that I've that I've played on there. And if I mm-hmm. could just put those on, and I look down, and I can see myself in like you know, I got like a bulletproof vest on. I got grenades on me, and I'm out here, dude, leading the charge. Like heck yeah, man! Now I'm brave. Now I'm cool. You know. Yeah. I don't need yeah. to watch a Mel Gibson movie. I am Mel Gibson. I'm doing the cool stuff. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, but I get what you're saying, and I agree. My thing is, is I. I would feel horrible coming from that and then having to take those off. Oh, yeah. And then seeing, seeing my fat, ridiculous self. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and that's the thing. Yeah, this isn't like, healthy. Well, no, this I, ain't healthy. Yeah, at all. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't healthy at all. It, it's not. It's not, dude. I honestly, I mean, I could be totally off here and, you know, you know, but. I mean, I think you could really see suicide rate go up. You get you get kids that are bullied, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they're made fun of. They go home, they play this virtual reality, and then you know they they take this off. They have to come back into the real world, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever, you know, and they just realize that you know playing this game is not what you know what I'm saying. Right. You, you have you 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 know. So, but or or I guess you could look at it the other way, or maybe. Um, Maybe that would be a good escape for them, you know. And I, I don't know. There's a lot to think about there. Yeah, a lot of, a lot, of a lot to think about there. And I don't think there's anything wrong with like playing VR games and stuff like that. But no, it seems no, like no, the no. level that they're trying to take it to with this metaverse thing, all that. That it's a little creepy. It's like, nah, man. When they, when yeah, it gets creepy when they're like, you can work from this. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. You're gonna spend eight hours in this thing. Yeah, like I can put this I'll, on I'll and never. Pretty much never have to come out of this, uh, you know, fake world that I've that somebody's created where I'm pretty much king of. No, that's not healthy yeah. at all. That's freaky. Let me tell you something. If I get me an office job in that though, and uh, uh, it's an office job, <laughs> I'm going to be a stud in that place. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, what what I wanted to bring up? They're in beta testing for a lot of this stuff, so you know they're they're working through developing it. And this was on the New York Post. I, I heard about this on a podcast I was listening to today. And the headline says, Mother opens up about virtually, <laughs> about being, quote, virtually gang raped in metaverse. Okay. When I first heard this, it makes no sense. Let's, let's just get into it. So I'll just, I'll just read it to you. The, the woman who reported being groped in virtual reality late last year has come forward to discuss her horrifying experience. Uh, I don't know how much of this I should edit out. So, you know, if you're listening with your kids, <laughs> plug their ears for a minute. Here's what she said. Within 60 seconds of joining, granted, she's got goggles on. This is a computer mm-hmm. game or whatever you want. This isn't real life, but so keep that in mind. Within, sex, uh, within, <laughs> within 60 seconds of joining... I was verbally and sexually harassed. Three to four male avatars, so characters, I guess. I'm not much up on the nerd lingo, but uh, so three to four male avatars with male voices, essentially, but virtually gang raped my avatar and took photos. As I tried to get away, they yelled, don't pretend you didn't love it. 
and go. Uh, Nina Jane Patel, 43, recalled in a medium post recounting the nightmare she experienced as a beta tester on the VR platform, uh, Horizon Worlds, created by Meta, which is Facebook's new name. Um, a horrible experience that happened so fast before I could even think about putting the safety barrier in place. So, and also, uh, now here's kind of what the company's done to respond to this. In December, the company revealed that a then unnamed woman, which is the one we were just talking about, had been virtually groped, virtually groped on the platform while she published her story on Medium at the time to little fanfare. Huh, you mean people didn't take her seriously? Huh, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> Patel is making her voice louder to, publi to publicly discuss her concerns with the platform. Harassment in the metaverse, in the metaverses, is a serious issue that the industry that the industry needs to come together to put in place the correct security controls and safety measures. This will continue to be problematic for both men and women as our world fast moves from the 2D internet as we know it into the 3D internet space. She's also safeguarding her future and the future of many others with, I don't even know how to name this, some stupid company or something she's starting. Kabuni, Kabuni, I don't know how you say it. This is an educational metaverse equipped with parental controls. She's creating this for kids. Well, it sounds like she's doing a great service. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't even know how to respond. And like, here's how this article words some, the assault she endured on the platform. Okay, so I guess my question, because I, I really am ignorant to a lot of this stuff. So tell me, so the people that I guess in this virtual virtual Virtually, we'll try it again. Right? <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me, here, I'll hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I've not been drinking. <laughs> I, I am getting tired, however. Um, in this, you know, in this, whatever. There, <laughs> what is there to that? <laughs> is there, was there guys that were like, like, you know how, like, when you play Xbox and stuff, you can kind of play with, like, other people, you know? Yeah. States. Yeah. Was it, is it sort of like the same thing with this here? I mean, or how is that? Yeah, from what I understand, it was other people that were also on okay. the metaverse, and they came up. I don't know how you, like, sexually assault some. And, and here's the thing. Okay, yeah, you're hearing this, and they're saying all these terrible things, but it's happening to, like, a video character. Well, and not only that, but, you know, here's the thing, you know, they're, they're in California, you're in Texas, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. just using that as a, you know, it's like, if somebody starts saying some nasty things to you, what's the first thing you do? Take off the earbuds and throw away the goggles. Yeah. You, know yeah, you take the goggles <laughs> off and you go do something <laughs> <It's> productive. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't, I don't understand. No, that, like that's dumb, dude. Yeah, they talked. They talked bad to her. You shouldn't. Nobody should do that. But the way you yeah, handle that, wrong. instead of starting some uh, crazy company or whatever, is you take the goggles <laughs> off. Yeah, take the goggles off and shut the system down. You know, it's like, <laughs> pull the plug, Terry. Pull the plug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> oh man, it's like if I'm sitting dude. watching TV and some dudes on there, you know, cussing. Uh, cussing everybody in West Virginia out instead of me getting outraged, being like he assaulted me verbally. I could turn the TV <laughs> yeah. off. I don't understand it. <laughs> exactly. 
That's uh, that's dumb, dude. That's dumb. Wow. Are we, I don't really have anything great to say about that. No, it's fr- it's ridiculous. It's stinking retarded. It Are we just seeing like what like uh, you know the rise of the video game nerds <laughs> just becoming more and more powerful? Probably. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my, what a day we live in. Oh man. And to be clear, I'm not uh laughing about somebody uh what getting sexual Verbal abuse. Yeah, sexual things said to them that they didn't no. want. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at your response. Take the goggles yeah. off. That's it. Yeah, that's all you gotta yeah, that's all you gotta do. Yeah. And that's where I, that's the whole thing I was thinking is like, wait a minute, it's like a video game type deal. It's like this. Pull the plug, turn off the system, take the goggles off. Like, yeah, it's you don't a, have to listen to this. Yeah, you're uncomfortable with it? Ah, seems so, like there's something and, pretty simple you could do to stop it. And, and didn't she say she ran away? Well, what'd you do, run into the wall? <laughs> I mean, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my word. Uh, oh, oh, goodness. oh, this stuff it is out of control. Of, it takes all, pe- all kinds of people to make this world go around. It sure does. It's a bit terrifying. I, I'm, I remember saying that to my yeah. grandpa one time. I was like, I guess it takes all time, all kinds to make the world go around. He's like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh, man. Oh, man. No, That's we don't need funny. all those kinds. <laughs> yeah, we don't need all those kinds. Oh, man. Dude. Says you can't fix stupid, but you can hit it with a two by four. <laughs> 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 oh man, we might want to edit his name out on that one. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh man. Yes, I will. There's there's something else that's I've been down the rabbit hole on lately. I asked him about it before we before I told him I was going. You know, before I agreed to share it and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Okay, and you're familiar with John Hopkins. Yes. And. Yeah. Um, he posted a video a while back of, you know, talking about some things that happened to him as far as being sexually abused as a kid. Yes. And I, um, me and him talked about it some, and how do I explain this? I didn't even know this, this existed for a while. So there's these groups of people that will bait in child predators yes. and they're not the cops. They have no affiliation. Like they're not, they have no police powers. Sometimes the yeah, cops no. will work with them mm-hmm. and use their evidence, but they'll bait these people in and then they will video them whenever mm-hmm. they come to meet this child or whatever. And yes. so they then post their video and their picture all over the place to expose the world as to what these people are. I had no idea that was a thing. Uh, so you, you didn't know about the, uh, the website and stuff. I, I thought I'd shared a little bit with you about it. I, I may have heard about it. I'm, I knew that there were groups that did this. I didn't realize mm-hmm. it was like people like me and you that did this a lot. Yeah. Uh, and obviously I knew that the cops, uh, different law enforcement agencies and stuff would do sting operations with this. But yes. I, I didn't know that at least it wasn't in the front of my mind that this was a, a thing. And then I definitely didn't realize how much of it goes on. Oh my dude. It's a ton. It is a ton, man. When I was working, because I used to work at the same place where this individual, uh, you know, they would do these, these, uh, you know, basically the sting operation. And uh, when she was working there, we would, we would be, um, I'd be watching one of her videos or whatever, and they had caught, and they caught a cop out of, uh, out of, a, I think it was Avon, Indiana. Holy cow. Uh, they, they caught a 29 year old doctor that had just graduated. 
had a very successful career ahead of him, and uh, they caught him. Of course, he lost everything. Um, they have caught a uh, firefighter mm. out of this area. Uh, so people that you would trust, you know, that you you almost kind of almost at, at times put your life in their uh, in their hands. Yeah. Um, these people are end up being child predators. I mean, it's it's unreal. But uh, it yeah. is unreal. But yeah. The the thing I think that that got me was okay when you Google uh, or like do a YouTube search for predator catchers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are tons of these outfits out there, and mm-hmm. they're catching people all the time. Oh my goodness, dude! Yeah, it'll make you lose it'll make you lose uh, hope in uh, society. Yeah, that. like in in, in uh, and humans so, like that group yeah. there in indiana that that uh john was referencing and i started watching some of their stuff they're catching like two and three sometimes a week in this oh my, like yeah. one section of the country yes and and um it's actually becoming more popular um that they are getting people traveling hundreds of miles to come and meet a kid in in this area, Muncie area, you know, uh, sometimes you get, or at least Indiana, South Bend, Indiana, which mm-hmm. you're getting up closer to Chicago, uh, you know, and you know things like that. So you're, but in the state of Indiana, they are getting people. I mean, they just had, well, they had one travel from uh, California, um, and then they also had uh, a guy travel. He was from, I think, Orlando, Florida. Yeah, I seen that one. On, they he, had a guy travel from Canada. Way. I see. I didn't see about that one. Yeah. He flew internationally to meet up with a, like a 14-year-old kid. How insane. I that does not compute. I don't understand that at all. I don't I don't either. I don't either. It makes no sense. John John put out a video and uh like I said, I asked his permission to share it on our Facebook page. So if you want to see what what we're talking about as far as John Hopkins video, uh you can go to our Facebook page, he'll be the broadcast and see it. John had, he said that he knew that these people were working on the guy that had uh, messed with him several years ago. And John pretty much just posted a a video talking about it, telling people that really it's nothing to be ashamed of, you know, that you can work through it, so on and so forth. And um, he also said some things about, um, how did did he say that? He said, you'll hear this, you'll hear this like on different news media, because the guy that they caught, was very prominent. He was a vice president in Facebook. So it got shared a lot. And he said, you know, you'll, you won't hear this talked about as the church because it, it all happened while John was part of the, you know, young kid in, in church. And I, I guess this other guy was, was in the church as well. Mm-hmm. And it really, it, it's really, uh, it's maddening to think about that, Obviously, there's an issue, and mm-hmm. people are just too uncomfortable to confront it. Yep, we don't realize it's a thing. I know, like somebody like myself, that I've I've never um, had these open conversations with people, so I it's easy for me to forget that. Yeah, this is pretty prominent. This happens a lot. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! And Cannon, me and you had this conversation about about this. It's easy for us to get on here and to yell 
at uh, the Holiness Church or you know this church or that church and and say how wrong we are or how wrong that, that they are. But with stuff like this, it's like, okay, how could we change this? Or anybody listening, if how could they make a difference to make their church more aware, to keep this stuff from happening? Yeah. Well, I'm not an expert in the situation, you know, by no means. But I would say probably the first thing is, is um, for one, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is uncomfortable, but, uh, you know, like, you know, like John, you know, he, he shared his video on Facebook and uh, I'm sure it couldn't have been easy. Um, no. Nobody did it. And, uh, you know, and, um, you know, he's talking about it. Keeping anything a secret and, and hush hush and uh, is, I don't think in anything it's any good. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, a lot of, a lot of wrong deeds can be, or, you know, a lot of evil deeds can be done, you know, if you just keep it all hush hush yeah. and no one knows about it and you just kind of do it in the secret of your home or, you know, without anybody watching or, mm-hmm. you know, so I would say talking about it is probably a really good thing. And, uh, and then I, of course, if it happens, you know, if it happens, man, expose the person, um, you mm-hmm. know, expose what they've done, who they are. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to ruin their life. Well, what about the kid's life? You know? Right. Um, you know, so, you know, let's, let's expose the person, what they've done, you know, who they are, obviously for churches, I think, you know, churches ought to, uh, you know, there needs to be, um, there needs to be many adults, uh, supervising and, uh, you know, and watching out. Um, I think that would be a great thing. Of course, you know, our church, of course, our church does that. Plus our church also went through and changed all the doors out and, uh, put them to where there's glass. Um, so you can see through every door and, and you can see into every room. Wow. Um, so I think, I think that's another great thing that churches could do to, to help because man, I mean, the churches that I went to and I was going as a kid, man, dude, they were, I remember this one church, man, it had, uh, it was an old nasty basement. The one room actually had a bed because, you know, people would actually go down there and sleep and stuff in the afternoon, but it was like big old steel doors. I mean, goodness gracious, man, bullets couldn't see their way through that door. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like, you know, so that's kind of what we grew up around. And so if you weren't careful, man, a lot of a lot of things could be done that, you know, just went unnoticed. No one ever seen or heard. Or, so, yeah, I think those are just a, just a good couple of steps that could really be taken. So but, yeah, it's it is bad. And, and it, unfortunately, it does seem like people do want to just keep it hush hush. But, man, I mean, we could beat that horse until we're blue in the face. But Yeah. Well, and, and we've talked about this in the past that at least two other times we've hit on this problem in the church. You know, we had, mm-hmm. we had David Iker on here and, and he told stories that just turned my hair gray. Oh uh, man. He had stories. That, like his stories topped all the stories. man. Like those were unreal, man. And if I remember unreal. correctly, he, he pretty much told us conservative religious circles. They have this problem. They just do. Mm-hmm. This is an issue for them. And I, and I would yeah. say not even, it's not even limited to conservative, but it seems like in, in the more conservative religious circles, it goes more hush hush. Like people don't want to talk about it. They, you know, heaven forbid that, you know, like the church that, that I was around, ain't nobody going to say the word sex. You know, that's uncomfortable. That makes us, yeah. that makes us nervous, <laughs> you know? Yeah. They and, don't want to say that. Yeah. It might yeah. be embarrassing. We can't talk about that. That's filthy talk. Stop yeah. it. Yep. It's like, well, yep. I understand you don't want to have filthy talk, but there's also times that the Bible was pretty plain about things. Oh yeah. The apostle Paul was talking <laughs> to some people one time and he was getting, he was pretty hot 
about those that were trying to push circumcision, that you had to be circumcised to be a Christian. He's like, we're not under the law, and and this is not a requirement. And he, uh, I think the ESV put it this way, like translated it this way. He said, I wish that those who were pushing this on you would emasculate themselves. <laughs> you know, it's like the, there's strong yeah. wording in the Bible, and, and there's I don't think we need to worry about crossing any kind of line by having these honest conversations that need to happen in order to keep people safe. A hundred percent. Couldn't agree with you more, man. And, and I, I know I've mentioned this to you as well. You'll see churches like in the wake of the, of the shooting in Texas where I think it was Jack Wilson, you know, he stopped that shooting mm-hmm. um, before it got any worse. I think there were a couple people in the church that were killed anyways, but he, he did stop it before it could have got worse. And yes, there were even churches around here, like um, a county or two over. The county sheriff was was getting with the churches. He's like, if you want training on how to stop an active shooter, get a mm-hmm. hold of us. We'll get you and your congregation a formal plan on how to stop this. And I think this yeah. should be treated the same way. Let's let's get our churches. Let's get our people formally trained on the signs of it. Some people, man, I am I am totally ignorant on so many things. I don't know the signs to look for. Yeah. You know, are there certain cues I can pick up like uh whether somebody is a pedophile or whether somebody somebody is being molested? What what can I look for? You know, and then how can we yeah. help those people out and what are security measures like you're talking about like the glass doors? That's a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. So I, I think yeah, there needs to be conversation and some training. Yes. Yeah, I know. I I agree. Yeah, well, you know, like you said, like, you know, with the active, you know, with the active shooter and stuff with training and if you strive for excellence and you miss, it's not going to be as bad. You know, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. But if you don't but if you don't do anything mm-hmm. and you miss, <laughs> it's going to be bad. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, it's just going to it's going to run rampant. So we have to strive for something. You know, we have to yep. We we gotta try to do we gotta try to do something to stop this this oh my god I don't even know man it, it's it's unreal there oh, my true feelings are like to string them all up by the <laughs> <laughs> can look at all the stories that we've either shared um, like Missy talking about what happened to her at at BMI the things that um, that David Iker told us things that we've just heard in conversation yeah and yeah. these stories are so hush-hush. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, to me, that's like, why? Why is this hush-hush? This should be known, not yeah. so we can sit and gossip, quit worrying about no. gossip. And this is the thing, that I'll don't run people down. All right, get over that fear. We're not running anybody down. We're saying, we're calling a spade a spade. If somebody got molested, yeah. we need to know about it. We need to know how to keep this from happening. But these yeah. stories are just put under uh, they're swept under the rug and everybody wants oh, yeah. to pretend that, you know, man, we're all Christians and everything's perfect. And by George, we're going, oh, going yeah. to heaven. Yeah, we're Christians. We're going to heaven, but we live yeah. in a fallen world. There's some things we got to deal with while we're here and we need to quit yeah. acting like this yeah. stuff doesn't happen. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I've got a, I've got a story and I don't know how much more time we got, but I've got a story that uh, I want to, I want to tell about this that lines perfectly up with all of this we're talking about for But, uh, I was talking to a guy the other day. He told me, he said, man, he said, we had this guy going to our church. 
Um, his name was. He said, and had been known to mess with kids. Mm. And uh, he said, of course, he had a wife too. The wife was still with him. Mm-hmm. His wife asked, said, "Hey, he said, uh, why don't you bring, why don't you and the kids come over and you know have some dessert or you know ice cream or something? We'll all hang out or whatever." And he said, um, "For one, he wasn't comfortable with him even being at the church." Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they wouldn't kick him out or anything. But he said, she invites us over for, you know, dessert or whatever, ice cream or whatever. And he said, I said, uh, is there? And she goes, well, yeah, what's the big deal? He said, well, um, I'm not, you know, and I mean, he, he was honest with her. He said, well, I'm not really, I'm not real comfortable bringing my kids over there around that. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, stop it. Girls not like that no more. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> I, and I literally, dude, I started dying laughing, and I said, "Is that really what she said?" He yeah, because that's yes. an insane he response. Said, yeah, yeah. He oh. said, "Yes, that's what she said." Well, what did he take a pill? Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's six. Oh man, yeah. good oh, lord, Jesus. dude. So what? Let's trust him. You know, let's let him into our church and around our kids and have have ice cream with him. Yeah, I like that no more, dude. Look how many times. That religious people get took with this stuff. Remember the Howard Ashelman thing we talked about for a while last year? Yes. The yes. the detective was like, I got a hold of the Bible school that he was at, and I told them this guy's a yes. wolf in sheep's clothing. And their response was, yes. No, he's a good, godly Christian. He would never yeah, do anything a, like that. He's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't commit murder. <laughs> <laughs> he loves Jesus he and Elvis does. too. <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah too. <laughs> oh, oh, dude. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's true, man. Is that is that that? And that's you know, me and my pastor, we were talking about that same situation when when that whole documentary came out and stuff. And you know, and my pastor was like. Yeah, he's like, you know, I get like, you know, that you don't want to think the worst of him. Mm-hmm. He said, but he said, look here, man. He said, you know, you're you're my family. He said, and you go to my church. He said, but you best bet if a detective or a cop comes to me and is like, hey, we got some suspicion on Canaan. Mm-hmm. We have reason to believe he's, he said, I'm at least going to hear him out. Exactly. You know, and he said, I would hope you do the same thing for me. I said, absolutely. I said, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. Listen, people just they want to turn it off automatically. That's like some of these people I've seen on these predator catcher videos and stuff. The people that just endlessly defend them, mm-hmm. uh, like, oh no, 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 you never do that. It's like we got the proof right here. No, it's like what yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, it's, we it's, got the proof right here. Oh, he wouldn't do that. I'm not like that no more. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah, you got the treatment. Whatever the spe- oh, yeah. you know, the special yeah. cure. <laughs> yeah, he drinks some potion. You know, it's all gone. It's all gone. gone. It's crazy, Kane. What an idiot. Anyways, yeah. I'll have that video posted over on Facebook if you want to see John's response. And I did see yes. uh, John talk to this guy. He called, or the the predator catcher called John. And I don't think mm-hmm. I'm speaking out of school here. This is all public. And, and John talked to this guy and. The way that John modeled a Christian response, Canaan, you know me, I try my best to be a Christian. I'm serious about being a Christian. I don't mm-hmm. know if I have 
the strength to respond in the Christian manner that John did. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was really yeah, impressive. No, no I, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. I do. I yeah. do. That was, that was, uh, that was remarkable. Not to end this one on a downer, but, <laughs> but it's on a downer. It's on a downer. Now that y'all's good and depressed, <laughs> we'll leave no, you to Hey, no, I'm not depressed, man. I'm glad we talked about it. I think it's something that needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, uh, whoever's listening to this will maybe, uh, you know, maybe we'll do, um, we've not really gave them a lot of stuff to be like, you know, here are the signs, but maybe this will make somebody at least open their eyes a little bit and maybe watch their kids just a little closer. Right. Um, you know, maybe just think just a little bit more through some stuff and, uh, you know, who knows, you know, maybe, maybe we help somebody, you know, just realize that, you know, you gotta, you need to talk about it. You need to keep your eyes open. You need to be careful. Yeah. Cause it, whether you want to believe it or not, it's a real thing. And it's not, a, it's not a, a sin to talk. You're not talking dirty. You're not using no. filthy communication no. to talk about no. these things. This is, this is things that happen. Uh, like mm-hmm. I said, the Bible uses plain language on a lot of things. And it's, it's yeah. time to just quit worrying about getting embarrassed and talking about an embarrassing subject. And yep. I'm talking about those of like me in a congregation. It's time for us. I'm not addressing the victims on this. I'm saying those of us that sit no. around in a church, it's time for us to, to quit worrying about being embarrassed and start worrying about yeah. how to stop these kind of things. Thank you for listening to the Hillbilly Broadcast. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you didn't and you really want to get us back, go to wherever you listen to this podcast and give us a five-star review. That will drive me personally insane with anger. If you'd like to send us a voice message, you can go to anchor.fm slash Sparks, where you can also become a supporter of the show if that's something that you're into. If you would like to send us an email, you can send that to hillbillybroadcast at aol.com. That's right. We may or may not still be stuck in the early 2000s. You can also find Hillbilly Broadcast on Facebook, and I am on Twitter at the Phil Sparks. Again, thank you for listening. I love you. The good Lord loves you. And we'll see you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 